Hi, everybody. I am Matt Breckwald, and welcome to episode three of the Pioneer Tour podcast. And today we're going to focus on an interesting puzzle. Now, everybody in this business strives for yield, but if that's all you focus on, well, then you're almost certain not to get it. So to help us explore this riddle, we're talking to a couple of guests, and the first one is Northern Evaluation Zone Leader, Jordan Spear. So Jordan, welcome to the show, and thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. You bet. I'm looking forward to speaking with you. Where are you today? Where are we talking to you from? I'm in my home office here in Ankeny, uh, Iowa. Um, But like you said, yeah, I have uh, soybean research responsibilities for the northern U.S. and Canada. Well, let's come back to this this kind of paradox here. So why shouldn't somebody focus just on yield when it comes to soybeans? You know, it's really important to us um, that certainly we drive and, and achieve high yield, but just as important is that that yield will be stable from uh, location to location and more important from years to year. Now, is this true when it comes to Pioneer brand Enlist E3 soybeans? It is. And, you know, I think Enlist in three, E3 is, is no different. Um, our farmer customers are going to, they're going to demand different herbicide platforms um, you know, as, as time goes on and as, as uh, you know, cultural practices change and things like that. And so, um, you know, I think at, at Corteva, one of the things that we, we strive for is to make sure that when we bring in new herbicide tolerance traits, things like that, that we don't disrupt um, our focus on breeding for yield and yield stability. It still has to perform in a farmer's field uh, before, you know, we'll put it in a pioneer bag. And so those field-based technologies are still really vital. So when it comes to that customer, that specific customer, that's the farmer in that specific geographical location. And when it comes to Enlist E3, what does this all mean to them in the end? I guess, how is this helping them to succeed? Yeah, so I think, you know, um, from from a a herbicide standpoint, you know, our ability to bring, um, you know, a new herbicide tolerance straight to the market is is. Um, extremely advantageous just from a, a weed management perspective, um, but but also more importantly to bring it in, in a um, in a system that has been proven year over year and, and a system that that uh, you know has has built confidence with our customers. Um, I think the important thing here also is that just by bringing a new herbicide trait to the market doesn't mean that that you know we've forgotten everything that's got Pioneer to where it is today. And that's yield, that's yield stability, that's defensive traits. And, and you're going to get that in, in the package of, of enlist material coming from, uh, from Pioneer. So every company out there, you know, they're talking about yield, but you are talking about field tests. You're talking about these other issues that go into it. So what is the connection? Why is Pioneer focused on other things outside of just yield to achieve yield? You know, I think a lot of us, a lot of us are, are, you know, still connected to a customer somehow. You know, we might be from a family farm or, you know, we, some folks still even, even have farming operations. And so, you know, I think the, the, the decision makers are folks that are really close to the farm. And, uh, and I think that's really important. Um, You know, we're not an organization that's just looking to, to advance a, a certain trait specifically or something like that. We're, we're a company that's looking for solutions. 
you know, I like to like to tell farmers, you know, when I get in front of them is, you know, give me any feedback you got, good, bad, indifferent. Um, and, and it's not going to fall on, on deaf ears. You know, it's not going to, it's not going to be put in a file somewhere in Johnston and, and nobody's going to care. Um, when, when you bring something up, we're going to discuss it. I, I can promise you that. And, uh, you know, bringing another herbicide trait to the market is, is obviously something that, that we've heard for some time. Um, and, and we're in a great spot, um, at, at Pioneer to, to, to deliver that. And, um, you know, but also, in, you know, just as important is, you know, we've heard it from our farmer customers that bring us a new trait, but oh yeah, by the way, um, don't forget that it's the defensive traits that may have made you really successful on my farm. And, and don't forget the yield stability from year to year and, and those kind of things. And now here we have Enlist E3. You know, for these farmers who are going to make this switch, how important is it uh, that they have a, you know, that there's an understanding, I should say, of how a, a new variety is performing in the real world? Yeah, I think it's it's super important. And, and you know, I think that's why we've, you know, we've built a, um, you know, reputation or a bit of confidence uh, with our impact trialing system where, where uh, you know, a lot of our customers are, or maybe it's sales reps, you know, in, in many cases will have these research plots on their farm. Um, and, and uh, you know, they, they can touch and feel, you know, they can see this material, um, you know, they, they can experience it, um, be a part of that development process almost, you know, in a way. And, um, and I think that's really important. And, and uh, you know, I think also just, just transparency um, and, and transparency as an organization, honesty. Um, you know, we're going to represent these products um, to the absolute best of our ability. So all these variables you take into account, at the end of the day, how is that helping a farmer who's considering using Enlist E3? Yeah, so, I, you know, I think it, it all comes back to, um, you know, what, what, what you buy in a Pioneer bag. You should be extremely confident that no matter when you plant that, how you plant it, where you plant it, you're going to be really successful. Um, and so no matter if you get a year like 2019 or you get a year like 2020, you know, or you can count on that product that comes in that blue pioneer bag that you can be successful with it. All right. Well, I'm going to be speaking with, uh, with one of your colleagues here coming up, John Massman. Do you know this gentleman? I do. I do know John. He actually lives in the, he lives in Ankeny as well. Okay. Hometown guy. So you got some dirt on him that I could throw in, in the middle of the interview to mess with him. Well, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Oh boy. I don't know. I, you know, just, just throw him some hard questions. He, he's, he's scientist guy. He's our, he's our, um, he'd be our, our global technology lead for soybean for R and D. All right. Well, Jordan, this has been fantastic. It's uh, been a fun discussion. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Okay. Thanks, Jordan. <laughs> All right. John, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for coming on. Yeah. I'm very happy to be here. Well, good. Well, let's do this. I want to give, I want to give our audience your full name, your full title, all those credentials and everything. Can you do that for us really quick? Yeah, sure thing. So my name is John Massman. I'm the currently the soybean technology lead for plant breeding at Corteva AgriScience. Okay. Now I was just able to interview one of your call your one of your colleagues, Jordan Spear. You know Jordan? I do. Actually, I sit uh, just down the hallway from him. I was thinking about uh, your corporate campus there, where you get to work. When you do get to go back. What is your building like? I, I remember I've been there once, and when I was there, 
there was a lot of different buildings, all of them impressive in their own way. Yeah, I'm not sure how many buildings we have on campus. My uh, my building specifically is, is one of the newer ones on campus um, that houses our um, molecular genotyping lab in the on the first floor, and then on the second floor is is actually a lot of really cool uh, really cool science going on from um, from data scientists to uh, plant breeders to animal breeders um, to more ho- hardcore molecular biologists. Um, and so everybody's kind of mixing on that second floor, um, you know, around the problems of agriculture. Um, so it's, it's really a fun place to work. Now, when we were speaking earlier, we talked about a yield trap. So when it comes to, you know, when it comes to Enlist E3 and everything we've been talking about, and we're sitting here saying we can't focus just on yield, how does Pioneer factor in other considerations other than yield. Yeah. So, you know, I, I feel strongly that, that we have um, one of the best evaluation groups, one of the best phenotyping groups um, out there. And, and, and by phenotype, I mean, uh, we're out there testing the, the lines in a variety of environments um, to understand their performance. And so, you know, when, when a bean is created, when a variety is created in, in, Pioneer, it gets put through a series of different performance tests. And those performance tests are, of course, understanding yield and maturity, which are critically important um, to harvestability and performance, but also um, dozens of different biotic and abiotic stresses. So we have managed disease nurseries. We have uh, controlled environments, greenhouse and growth chamber screens um, that are all designed to, to give the best understanding of that variety Um, that we can, that we can possibly get to. So you mentioned managed environments. When you say a managed environment, what does that mean? I really, what I want to do here is I really want to, I really want to talk to people like myself who might be uh, wanting to learn this for the first time. Yeah, absolutely. So when, when farmers are uh, going through the growing season, they will experience a, a variety of different diseases and, and abiotic pressures. So that could be a thing like drought um, is, an, is an abiotic pressure. Um, and so over the, over the scope of North America, there are, I don't know, probably a dozen major soybean diseases um, that we're worried about at any one time. And what we do in testing is instead of planting our varieties out and hoping that we get infection, so hoping a disease occurs, hoping a pest comes, uh, we take those things intentionally. So we create uh, more, probably more than two dozen different sites, specified sites, where we will either intentionally start a disease or we will be intentional about the amount of watering. Um, but we will intentionally uh, affect the environment to replicate what a farmer might see I think one of the really important things is that by utilizing these managed environments, we can generate really high quality data sets to first push our genetic gain much faster than it would have been otherwise. And so that, that basically means, you know, we're producing better products for the, for the right places because of these managed nurseries. The second thing we're able to do is, is a whole level of predictive analytics by utilizing these high quality data sets, we are able to, um, understand the genetics behind resistance. So we understand at the gene level what's going on. So 
then I mean, it's great that that's going on, but I guess the bottom line here is then what does this mean for the farmers? Farmers who are looking for yield and especially for farmers who are looking to make the move to enlist E3 soybeans. Well, you know, I think it's it's two things. First, you know, going back to the discussion we had, um, at the end of the day, if you don't protect your yield, then then you don't have yield, right? I think the other interesting thing um, that we, we know as we think about E3 is uh, Pioneer is putting itself in a, pers- in a, in a position, rather, uh, to understand those beans, to understand that technology better than anyone else in the, in the marketplace. So when we say, you know, a specific bean, a specific variety has been tested, it has really been tested. Um, and, and we know, and we know everything that is possible to be known at this point about that bean before it goes to that farmer. We're taking as much of the risk out of those varieties as we can. All right. Well, so you mentioned it's pretty basic, but that's good. We like to keep it basic. Uh, so we're looking, when we're talking about protecting yield, we're almost looking at it like, for lack of a better term, we're almost looking at it like profitability. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. Um, you know, it's it's all about ROI. You know, I know that this is a cliche, right? So, but I, I, I'm like most of other folks are big football fan. And so the first thing you do, if you want to have a good football team is you've got to get a quarterback, right? You've got to have Peyton Manning. You've got to have Tom Brady because um, you've got to have the offense, right? The offense has to be there. The next thing you buy is a left tackle, right? You've got to have somebody to defend your offense. And, and so, you know, you really think about the first thing you need, good, strong genetics to bring, you know, deliver that performance. The next thing you need is a defensive package to make sure those, those genetics can perform. Okay. Now you talked about Pioneer taking risk or I guess reducing risk or taking as much risk out of this as possible. What does that mean? Ultimately, there is a best variety for each and every farmer um, given his or her individual uh, scenarios, their individual farms, even spaces within their farms. And what we want to be able to do, I think, as a seed company is, is bring them a portfolio of products all of their individual concerns. We have, you know, greater than 500 soybean locations across North America. You know, there most parts of the country that you grow that, that, that grow soybean, you are very rarely more than say 30 or 40 miles from a testing location. And so you know, I think that's a really powerful thing to be able to say, we need local testing and we need local breeders because they understand the local problems that these farmers are going to experience. Very good. Well, John, it's been uh, it's been great talking about this with you. It's been fascinating to learn about what Pioneer teams are doing behind the scenes during this stop of the Pioneer Tour podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode where we'll learn about the important role local breeders have in new product development. If you'd like to learn more about the Pioneer Tour podcast or subscribe, just go to pioneer.com backslash tour and choose your preferred podcast service. Also, I'd love to hear your feedback as well as your ideas ideas for future episodes. To do that, send me an email at pioneertour at corteva.com. Pioneer brand enlist E3 soybeans and impact plot trials are discussed during this episode. 
the Transgenic Soybean Event in Endless E3 Soybeans is jointly developed and owned by Dow AgriSciences LLC and MS Technologies LLC. Pioneer brand products are provided subject to the terms and conditions of purchase, which are part of the labeling and purchase documents. Registrations, trademarks, and service marks are trademarks and service marks of Dow AgriSciences, DuPont, or Pioneer, and their affiliated companies or their respective owners. Copyright 2020, Corteva.